What's going on, everybody? This is the Sync Boys Podcast. Super Bowl Sync Boys! <laughs> yeah, this is the last NFL pick spot of the year for obvious reasons. And I'm going to be honest. My mind is fully wrapped up in the NBA. But this is a matchup. You know, the NFL was an absolute roller coaster of a year. <clears throat> um, We had some teams that you know, made runs and fell short and other teams that we didn't think were going to be as good as we had hoped. But uh, I think these two teams deserve to be here and I can't wait to talk about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Both teams kind of have that X factor of, I mean, they're obviously here for a reason and they have those important parts of their team that no other team can match and that's why they're here and it's going to be really fun to see the best passing offense in the league against the best rushing offense in the league yeah so i want to bring up right away that jack mentioned yesterday they're that like 78 percent of the money is with the eagles spread Or the Eagles, like, what is, what are the numbers? It was 76% on the spread and uh, 70% money line is Philly. Yeah, and the the line hasn't moved at all. So, I don't know what that's about, because, you know, why wouldn't the sports books want to even the playing ground for themselves? But the line is still one and a half. I'm still on Kansas City. I mean, spoiler alert. I am not going to bet against Patrick Mahomes, especially against a rookie head coach. Well, not rookie, but, you know, this is his first real taste of anything. And I trust Andy. I just trust experience in the playoffs, dude. Mm -hmm. And I haven't heard a single peep about Mahomes' ankle being an issue. I mean, just because I haven't heard it doesn't mean it is. Improvement updates, really. Yeah. So there's that. And, dude, I don't know. I I just, the one thing that I'm thinking about the most with Kansas City being able to win is the Eagles haven't faced a legitimate quarterback since, like, Dak Prescott in week, like, 15 or 16. And even when you mention his name, that's the guy that led the league in interceptions and had a lot available to him and still wasn't able to really produce consistently. So, they haven't that my point is they haven't faced a quarterback in a long time. They've faced Josh Johnson, Davis Webb, Daniel Jones, and the Giants roster. Um, who's the other who who did they play in the the second round? Oh no, it was Josh Johnson, yeah. So yeah, I, I think Patrick Mahomes is a different animal, and I think that they might be caught off guard by it. I'm not sure. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, I'm definitely hoping for the Chiefs to win and for their passing offense to be able to pick and pop down the field. And I really, really want a close, tight Super Bowl, a good game. Um, Even if it's, um, even if it's a wide margin by halftime, as long as it gets close at the end, that's kind of what I'm rooting for. I definitely want to see Patty Mahomes lift another Lombardi, but I can't pick against the Eagles just because of how dominant they've been. Uh, I am considering the fact that they haven't played a real quarterback in quite a long time, but 
uh, the margin of victory in all these games have been pretty significant. Um, and that O line hasn't really been stopped. They've been kind of able to bully teams throughout the whole year and especially in the postseason. I think their uh, points for is 69 and their points against is 14. Yeah. And, you know, obviously they've done a nice job of taking care of business. But like I already said, Daniel Jones and the Giants did not belong to be in that game. And that game, especially on the defensive side for the Giants, didn't they they just couldn't stop. them. So the score was run up purely by running the ball. And with the 49ers game, it's like they couldn't even get first downs with Josh Johnson. Mm -hmm. And then eventually he got hurt. So they were just kind of running clear screen plays and run plays with McCaffrey. But yeah, dude, outside of that, I just don't know. I feel like last year in the Super Bowl, we kind of had like a good idea. We 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 didn't follow the season last year as much as we did this year, but I feel like we had a better idea of like what the matchups are here and what to expect. With this one, I feel like Kansas City can scrape one out. Or the Eagles can cover the 20 and a half that Jack already put down. <laughs> yeah, you just got to you got to make big money plays. A good friend of mine, Sharif, you guys know him, a big feature on this podcast. He always says that somebody else always says scared money don't make money. So, you know, we're throwing our one dollar free bet on a plus eight and eight seventy. No, I'll definitely be uh, I'm definitely only taking straights for this game. There's no reason to parlay anything. I don't think I've hit any parlays in the football playoffs so far. But introducing props real quick, uh, if I have to take one and give one out, I feel like Kelsey to go over 79 and a half is uh, a lock. And if I had to give a second pick, it's probably Mahomes passing yards because no matter what happens in this game, they're going to have to pass a lot. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I might be more inclined to take Kelsey receptions just because we've seen games where he's had, you know, five catches for 25. I'm just scared that they might just like, like, dude, their pass defense is so elite that they could put maybe a, a multitude of guys on him to be at least be able to slow him down, especially with the yak. But dude, I'm, I'm looking at like, uh, a Jalen Hurts touchdown is probably my prop. And then if the game turns out to be a blowout, I think a Kenneth Gainwell touchdown is like mm -hmm. a sneaky kind of prop. A lot of people are on Gainwell. His rushing over is at 19 and a half and his receiving over is at 12 and a half. Yeah, dude. I mean, they've featured him a bunch in the past two weeks. You know, granted, they have been blowouts, so they have had that luxury of being able to run the ball pretty much without being stopped and not having to just hand it off 25 times to Sanders, which they don't do a lot anyway. But they also had the luxury of not putting the ball in Jalen Hurts' hands too many times and putting him at risk. So Gainwell has had ample opportunity to be able to blow out those numbers, especially how low they are. I'm but, I'm I'm definitely gonna take Gainwell rushing yards now that I think of it. They just they cycle the backs in the backfield so often. Um Boston Scott gets like I mean like three or four hard runs a game. Uh Gainwell probably gets a couple more, and then obviously Miles Sanders is the featured back. And then they got Jalen Hurts. So basically four running backs and 
I'm hoping that the third one can can have a pretty decent game. Dude, it's crazy how many pr- different props they have for this one Super Bowl. Like, I mean, for this one game. Like, Chiefs first drive to catch a pass. This isn't that far out there. But it's like, dude, Travis Kelsey, minus 138. Sure. That's a, that's a pretty good line. I wonder if you could same game parlay any of these crazy props. Probably not, but... Um, dude, I also really like um, Jalen Hurts passing touchdowns. I just feel like the uh, they might be able to get some big plays off. Remember, the Chiefs secondary is pretty young. So I wouldn't be surprised if... Um, you know, they were able to get over the top with A.J. Brown. They really like to do that stuff. You know, mm-hmm. they threw a ball down the field early in the game against the Giants, and, like, they run the ball so much and have so many. Like, you, dude, if you're in the middle, if you're in the box defensively against the Eagles, like, there's a bunch of different ways that they could run the ball. And, um, you know, I, I feel like those receivers are good at getting down the field, and they like to take those shots for those big plays, especially early. So, so maybe, is there a longest reception prop? There's got to be. There's a color of Gatorade poured on the winning coach prop. There should be a uh, leading catch getter. They have last player to have a reception for the Chiefs. That's crazy, dude. That's crazy. Total number of players to have a catch for the Chiefs. Eight now. That's crazy. That's pretty cool, dude. Uh, I think some teams would be like five. Yeah. <laughs> for the over. It's I mean, so we just heard about uh, Hardman is going to be out for the game. I think Juju's in. Uh, who knows about Kadarius, but he might get one catch. I feel like every game we hear some stat about in the first half, Pat Mahomes passed to 13 different receivers. So, and they definitely like to get creative. Um, Noah Gray receiving yards actually too. Oh my god, dude. I have a couple uh I have a couple favorite guys that always beat their props. And uh Noah Gray and Kenneth Gainwell are two kind of like diamonds in the rough. Dude, here's one that I've never seen before. Most receiving yards spread. It's a head-to-head between two running backs and there's a spread on the yards play. Jarek McKinnon minus 14 and a half over Miles Sanders. Unbelievable, dude. This is crazy. They're going to make so much money off this game. That's probably why they're not worried about the spread on the game. There's going to be so many props that they make money on. Dude, Noah Gray's not on the receiving props. Are you big rattled right now? Yeah, and they do have Kadarius out there. Yuck. I hate that. What's Pacheco running rushing yards at? 46 and a half, something I think he could beat. Yeah, but but they're going to be passing a lot. I really think Noah Gray should be on this list. Dude, remember so at the beginning of the playoffs, they had a prop that was most receiving yards of the entire playoffs and whether the Chiefs win or lose this game, Travis Kelsey can have the most like he dude. I wrote down the list at one point, but Travis Kelsey has like one seventy six or something like that. 
And the next closest in this game is Valdez Scantling at 122. And then the Eagles guys are both around 90. So it's like Kelsey doesn't really have to do much in this game for me to be able to win 100 bucks. And then did you take anything else? Did you take any of those like uh, player prop parlays with the winners? Mm -mm. (laughs) I took um, Chris Jones and Hassan Reddick to both have two sacks. Like as one play or as? Yeah. Yeah. It was like plus 500 or something like that. But yeah, I, dude, I, I see this game. If like, I'm wondering if the chiefs are able to go up, then are we going to see a competitive game? And if the Eagles are like, because the Eagles haven't played from behind in the playoffs yet. And when was the last time they were playing from behind in general? Mm-hmm. It was probably that game against the Cowboys that went to OT that I think the Cowboys won, right? No. No, Philly swept uh, the NFC East except for Washington. Are you sure? Um, pretty sure. Oh. I'm pretty sure the Cowboys won that game. Yeah, it was uh, Garner Minshew. Yeah, he, he messed it up. You're right. Well, they didn't mess it up. He did have two picks, but it was he still scored 34 points in that game. <clears throat> But yeah, man. Oh, we have a Bill Simmons ringer same game parlay. Eagles to win. Kelsey fifty plus. Goddard sixty plus. What do you think about that? That's ambitious. Ambitious. Why? Goddard sixty plus is, I think, a stretch. I don't know what his receiving prop is at. Let me check. He's Dude. at forty nine and a half. I don't know why he thinks that he. Goddard's going to get more yards than Kelsey. Dude. It's. Dude, I've, I've heard a lot of people say the Goddard play because. Apparently, like in games that Jalen Hurts is projected around like 250 yards passing, like Goddard in those games like leads the league in like yak. I don't know. It was some like weird. It, that doesn't make sense the way I just said it, but it was some weird stat where Dallas Goddard is like unbelievable. So I'm, yeah, I might tell that. I like that. I. All right. Uh, you got anything else? Uh, let's run through our props real quick and right. then we'll sign off. All right, so, uh, I am on the the Eagles. Joe's on the Chiefs. I am going with. I found Noah Gray total receiving yards <laughs> by like Sky Moore and Justin Watson. Uh, Noah Gray's at thirteen and a half. We're buzzing, hammering that hammer. Uh, I'm going to take all these picks. I'm only taking three in a in a parlay, and then I'm going to take them straight up. Um, next one is Kenneth Gainwell rushing over nineteen and a half, and Kelsey. Over 79 and a half yards receiving. Joe? All right. I'm on the Chiefs spread, win the game. Don't matter to me. Chiefs are going to win a Super Bowl. And I think, dude, the way that I just want to say, the way that this game is kind of being talked about, where it's like, wow, the Eagles should really run away with this one. Why isn't the spread six and a half, five and a half, something mm-hmm. like that? Yeah. I don't get it, but I guess. A smart play would be to hedge everything that I do with an Eagles to win or Eagles to cover, but I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to ride with the Chiefs. And I feel like the Chiefs plus seven and a half might be a safe play. 
Yeah, it's probably like minus, minus 250, 250 or something like that. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Let's see, boys. Um, <clears throat> and then I'm going to take Kelsey receptions, Dallas Goddard, probably his receptions, and then um, Jalen Hurts rushing touchdown. I so really like those. And with the Kansas City touchdowns, I just feel like it's like we just mentioned before, dude, he has 10 receivers each game, 10 different guys. And knowing Andy Reid, when they get down on the red zone, there's probably going to be a couple tricks that they pull out of their sleeve. And I wouldn't be surprised if somebody like a Blake Bell scores, you know, somebody who's super under the radar. So I'm not even, and there might only be three offensive touchdowns from the Chiefs in this game. So it's, you're kind of just like playing with fire. I feel like the Eagles are much more consistent with who scores their touchdowns, whether it be Sanders, Hurts, Goddard, I feel like is a good chance. You know, AJ Brown on a deep ball, but that's the thing about the Eagles touchdowns, dude. It could be literally anybody like Boston Scott could have three touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, dude, the anytime touchdown play and lines are like, I feel like there's so much more risky than a normal, like plus 100 plus 150 minus 150. Like, Mm -hmm. I just feel like, dude, there's only going to be three guys on this list that score. So, or maybe two, if a guy scores multiple. So, I don't know, dude. I'm gonna be absolutely buzzing during this I know game. In the NFC Championship. I took Jalen Hurts to have two touchdowns, and Miles Sanders had two touchdowns. I feel like Miles yeah, Sanders dude. is gonna get a bulk of the carries. He's gonna end up scoring. I think his TD is probably a good idea. But like you just said, like we just said, TD scorer props for the Eagles pretty risky play. Update on our guess: we we're one point off. Six and a half is minus two forty-five. Wow. But seven and a half is minus 330. All right. All right. Uh, Yeah, that's all I got, though. I am officially like, fuck the Eagles. There's no more ob- objectivity or whatever that word is. It is fuck the Eagles. Go Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes needs to get another Super Bowl to continue his run towards... Goat. Let's do it. Yeah, let's get Pat Mahomes back into the goat status conversation. Um, Go Chiefs. Let's go. I think I said a couple weeks ago, like, my bias against the Eagles is just like, I want to prove that they're bad, but they smoked my second favorite team in the Niners, so I'm just kind of following what everybody's saying. So, going (laughs) with the Eagles. All right, it's been the Sync Boys Podcast. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter, C-I-N-Q, boys. All right, go Chiefs. Go Chiefs.